<laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Samantha here with Ava and Luz. And today we're going to make this podcast to discuss how LA nurtures and fulfills romanticism and um, all of its values. And the romantic values we're going to talk about today are dreams, idealism, and individualism. LA can be perceived to offer such an escape due to the nature stereotypes and places here. The places here can be seen as ideal along with the cultural and people. For example, the Santa Monica Pier, the beaches, Dodger Stadium are all seen to be an escape because of all the fame surrounding it and the idealism that comes with it. And LA is seen to be ideal because of how all these places are all in one spot. And uh, that's why LA seems to be so perfect. Some of the texts that we will be talking about and including in our, as our evidence will be some examples of the children's book, of Friday Night Podcast, and finally La Raza newspaper along with some Chicano history. Yes, and these all perfectly embody the romantic beliefs surrounding LA and they fuel dreams, idealism, and individualism. Okay, Vicky, what do you think of this idea of dreams as being a romantic belief? Uh, I think dreams are a part of the romantic beliefs because dreams make you fantasize about who you, who or where you want to be in life, like setting personal goals that seem to be unrealistic at times. And uh, do you agree with uh, dreams being a romantic belief in the text? Yes, because dreaming about your goal and wishing that was you in that place is romanticizing the idea of the dream you have. What did you think of the Friday Night Lights podcast? Do you think it could connect it uh, to the romantic idea of dreams? Most people from around the world come to Los Angeles to follow their dreams and be who they've always wanted to become but people believe that living here in LA gives them more chances to be who they really want to be. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you think the podcast like really captured the romantic idea of dreams? Yes, it really did. (laughs) Um, What are some examples of dreams like um, from the podcast uh, from LA that you taught that you were listening to? On the Friday night podcast, Um, David Weinberg interviewed this one guy who was working as a window washer and he has that he has really big dreams and he's just uh, washing windows just for now. Yeah. Uh, Do you think that like everyone achieves their dreams in LA? Do you think? Uh, Anyone who works hard enough and has their dream as their priority goal could make it with enough practice and determination, anything is possible. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Okay, Uh, Ava, how would you explain idealism as a romantic belief? Uh, I would explain idealism as like a way that we wanna see um, like life without it in reality, like in rose colored glasses. Um, But do you think idealism is always bad? Uh, I don't think it's always bad, but I think you should always be like, oh, well, there's also some truth to this. Yeah, I agree. 
I'm like, how did the children's book uh, paint this ideal picture of LA? Like, uh, why do you think they would only depict the pretty and perfect aspects? Uh, since these are children's books, they are obviously not going to show you the bad and the ugly, only the good. But little does the next younger generation know that LA and the people and places are much deeper than that and may never see the things uh, not shown on camera, filmed, or talked about until they are much older. Yeah, I think that's important because I think they're written so, like, perfect and, like, utopian-like to make them, like, seem to keep the children's innocence in a way. Um, that's, like, kind of my insight that I saw when reading the books. But I think idealism isn't always bad, like we said before. Yeah. Uh, in the text, could I find... Where, sorry, where could I find examples of idealism being shown? Uh, you could find examples of idealism in like the Santa Monica Pier, the Dodger Stadium, movie sets, bright lights, big building, and that is all painting this picture of an escape and a perfect place. That is LA and these places and structures that seem idealistic make it as though the culture and life is from a movie. Yeah, and to have all those things, like all those beautiful and perfect things in one spot, I think it just makes LA so special. And what makes like these children's books so fascinating because all these things, all these like perfect things that seem like an escape are all in one spot. What are some other examples? Um, other examples of idealism would be from the book, actors and performers, dancers, writers, directors, cameramen, and all of the, um, all of these show the idea of stereotypes in LA about how everyone is famous and movies are constantly being made for the world to see. This further like proves the notion that everyone makes it in LA. Now, um, do you think uh, um, it's easy to have success in LA? Like, do you see that as like a romantic value? I mean. I don't think I don't think success comes easily to anybody. You have yeah. to work hard for it. Yeah. But I believe that LA is definitely a place of opportunity. Yeah, and that's for romanticism. Yeah. yeah. I agree. So Sam, what do you think of the idea of individualism as being a romantic belief and do you agree with the concept? Yeah, I think I totally agree. Like it's an example of a good romantic belief because it is demanding the attention of society. And it's like pretty much a call to action, individuality, pretty much, because you're fighting against a system of uh, oppression and injustice, much like Sal Castro and the Black Panthers of the Chicano movement that I read um, from the La Raza newspaper. And so, yeah, I totally agree that it's uh, a very romantic belief to fight for injustice. Do you feel that LA shares the rich history of Chicano culture as much as, much as it should? No, I think we should definitely be talking about uh, the history of Latinos and Hispanics and the Chicano community in school more often than we do because, you know, it's not all perfect. You know, we didn't just come here and everyone was just accepting of us. Yeah. I think that it took a lot to get to where we are now in, in school. Now we have a stand and we have authority and we have power because of the fight. And that was a super romantic um, movement. Yeah, I agree. 
What about La Raza and the story about the student walkouts led you to recognize it as romanticism? Yeah, so individualism is all about being self-reliant and self-sufficient. So, you know, to answer your question, the students of South LA high schools and uh, the Chicano community, they were here in LA and they were striving for that recognition and that authority that would make them stand out. And this is ultimately what individualism is all about. They put their foot down to be heard and they protested for a highly deserved place in the world. And it can't get any more romantic than that, I think. Yeah. So just to clarify, you think that fighting for just for justice and something you believe is romantic? Yeah, fighting for justice is super romantic because you're fighting for something that is like unprecedented and difficult and exhausting and has never existed before. And that's just like next to impossible for some people. And I mean, you are going up against powerful people and institutions and it takes courage to do something like that, I think. You know, yeah. Don't you agree? Like it takes courage yeah. to do something like that. And to like get your point across yeah. and heard. Yeah, it's really hard. It takes people and petition. What what are other examples of individualism? Um, other examples are like currently happening today, like the Black Lives Matter movement. It's totally an example of romanticism and individuality because, you know, much like the Chicana movement fight and the women's rights and LGBTQ rights, you know, it can, it can go on forever. Like everyone's been fighting for, you know, not, not the same thing necessarily, but we're all fighting for uh, self-sufficiency and recognition and yeah it's just ultimately it's individuality and it's romanticism so in conclusion to finally answer the driving question romantic beliefs in LA exist everywhere and everyone here as perfect as everything may seem we all strive we are all striving for something, whether it be individuality, dreams, or an ideal world for our children. LA is home for all that. And that is not to say LA is perfect because it is not. Yeah. So uh, we first discussed dreams, which is basically just proving the notion that like uh, dreams and success are totally attainable in Los Angeles. And it's super like romantic. Um, and then we discuss individuality that people who stand in the face of injustice are, uh, it takes courage. And that is romanticism as well, because you're fighting for an ideal world and a pretty world. And then the last one is idealism, because you, um, we talked about idealism. Sorry about that.
end of the last thing we talked about was like... <laughs> okay, so um the final thing we talked about was idealism. And um it's super romantic because you're fighting for an ideal world for children and um for the world to see and um <clears throat> okay the text we use in this podcast to support our romantic beliefs were the friday night podcast hosted by david weinberg the children's books who were written by various authors la raza newspaper and some chicano history okay and like from clo- um, from closely analyzing these romantic beliefs and the ideas, we learned that like many people, even LA's residents, uh, constantly have like this idea and this view of LA, and that they see through like rose-colored glasses, even though LA is like um, a place with rich history and like character and uniqueness, and it's definitely a place of opportunity. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Did you quit it? No. Oh. Okay. Thank you for listening oh, thank to our you. podcast. Yeah. <laughs>